Episode, another amazing, fantastical, super califragilistic episode of Cross Cross Culture. I'm Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this entire thing, this podcast, this thing that we do every single week is called Cross Culture. All right, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for joining us. Happy Juneteenth. Today is June 19th. In case you don't know what Juneteenth is, it is the day that the slaves were freed, were emancipated in the U.S. So for all black people out there. It was recognized. I thought it was the day that everybody was free. Mm-mm. They were f- they were free two years prior. Mm. So in Texas, that's where it was. That recognized. was the last state. Exactly. Yeah. The last state. They've been free for two years. Okay, but, but Texas people in Texas didn't home. know. And Texas was like one of the main ports too. Yeah. You know. You know. So Juneteenth is the day like that we recognize to celebrate the freedom of slaves, of, our ancestors, of okay? everybody. So you know, as we as the saying goes, if we're not all free, then we're not free at all. So at all. that's what Juneteenth recognizes. So happy Juneteenth. All happy right. Juneteenth. But you guys, you know how we like to start, Dami. What do we like to do? All right, so we start with the hot topic. So the first hot topic we got right now is the NBA is coming back, okay? The NBA uh, is scheduled to return on June 31st, okay? That they are right now talking about bringing the NBA back, and they're going to house them in Disney World in Orlando. Um, and in Do you them- think it's too soon? Like, how is it going to play out? So are people going to be... So like, they don't have an audience. They no, said there, there's okay, no, there's no crowd, sense. there's no anything like that. It's just um, the players essentially just playing, and we're going to, you know, record yeah. and see or whatever. That makes um, sense. I know people are excited. Yeah, I'm sure people are excited. There's actually been a conflict. Some basketball players are saying that if they were to start the NBA, it would take away from the moments of Black Lives Matters. Some people oh, are like, um, okay. you know, we can do both. We're not like a one-trick pony. What do you think? I do. I know you watch basketball too. Yeah, I think that, you know, um, there is activism in athleticism. You know what I mean? It's something that we've seen with the Jesse Owens, with the with the flow. Colin, yeah. You know what I mean? Like with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. So I do think that... Um, you know, if, if anything, use your platform, right? And I think that people, you know, it's people's jobs. You know, there's some rookie players who don't have the million dollar, whatever, right. who need to work, they who need to, to get their, you know, their their, the their contract. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't have a problem with this, especially because they're trying to keep safe. So what, what they're doing, actually, is I heard that they're bringing a ring for okay. NBA players, and the NBA players are going to be able to wear this ring, and the ring is supposed to check their, temperature. their body temperature and all type of things um, to make sure that, you know, their temperature doesn't spike up or, or whatever cases are associated with corona. Okay, well, good luck to that. We'll see how that goes. I don't um, get shit like that, because it's like, what about if you're asymptomatic? 
Like, if you don't got no fever or nothing, like, what's supposed to happen? It's like, I get it. Life has to go on. And then these are people's jobs. Like, mm-hmm. this is their career. This is what they do for a living. So they have to maintain their lifestyle. They have to feed their family. Um, I'm glad that there are no audience. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. Like, That's they're amazing. definitely trying to reduce. like, And right. they all have to live there. So, like, them and their families oh. or whatever do have to live in Disney World. Okay, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. like, they're keeping it super conge- congested in that way. All right. Good luck to them. Um, but next on the list, so we know that lately the climate has, you know, besides the Black Lives Matter and protests going on in police brutality, mm-hmm. another thing we're talking about in the media is rape, you know, sexual molestation, sexual assault, and that was our topic for last week. So now in the news, one of our well-known Nigerian artists, Dibanj, mm-hmm. Dikoko, okay? Koko Master. Master. Okay. Basically, a lady has accused him of rape that happened in 2018, December 31st, 2018. Mm. She said this happened at the Glee Hotel in Victoria Island, Lagos. Um, she went there with a friend, and she said that she was um, ready to go home, but the friend was like, oh, no, let's still hang out. Um, ended up going to some hotel, telling her, like, oh, the band likes you, he fancies you, whatever. But she said she declined. She said she's not interested. Long story short, she's in a hotel sleeping. She said she did admit that she's a naked sleeper. She said, before you know it, she opened her eyes. Meanwhile, she didn't give anybody the key to the key to the hotel room. She opened her eyes. She see that he is on top of her, like he's fingering her and touching her. And he, and he was like, you're not a small girl now. You know, you're a grown woman type of stuff. Like, like Whose hotel room was it? Was it his originally, his hotel room? So basically, they said that um, the hotel, that's where all of um, his, like, his team lounge okay, are. Okay, Because December 31st, you know, New Year yeah, event, December, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, so the friend was someone that is in the band's team. Okay, okay. So she just was spending the night as well. She got another room at a hotel. Okay, so she got a separate room. Separate room. Okay. She's not in a room with him. No. Oh, no, I thought, like, is it a room mm-hmm. that he had no. also? Because I was like, how did no. he get the key? Separate, exactly. How did okay. he get the key? That's okay. the question. But someone gave him the key. Apparently, yeah, I guess it was the manager gave. or maybe the girl gave him the key. Yeah. Anyway, Shad, the guy was on top of him. Whatever happened, happened. You know? Wow. She said she told the girl, like, hey... The band did this, and you know they talked to the manager. The manager was so upset. They gave her like hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars. Like you know, as far as to take medicine type of thing, you know, to feel better or whatever the case may be. And that that's that. So what triggered what made this story come out was the fact that you know people are you know people are not coming Everybody's out. Everybody's kind of exactly. Like- so I guess the band made a statement like, oh, don't rape women. No, you know. Type of thing, yeah. and it triggered her. And she so was she was like, like "For nigga. you, exactly. You talking about no rape, but you raped me though, nigga. You raped me though." So you know, he made one post a few weeks ago saying um, that you know um, it was a false accusation. The devil is a liar, but this is under um, the police, the police of Nigeria investigation. Now we know about the police, Nigerian police. They investigating nothing. What are they investigating? I definitely. Um I, I definitely think once again this is an, another instinct of where or another instance in where we have to start examining groupie culture and I'm not saying that in terms of victim blaming because it was mm-hmm. completely wrong. I think that we all we all have to be like very wary and very careful about what may happen or what messages be are 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 sent um, when people are in are in rooms with stars and mm-hmm. it seems like. You know, because I think that what he got from it was like, oh, you already in here. You know, clearly you want to be around me. But it's like, it doesn't give him the right to do that. And I think that we have to re-examine groupie culture, right? Like, to be a fan of somebody and to do, to, to, to be willing to stick but around I'm to sorry, be a fan. Based on the story. I know, but, know, but hold course. on, let me, let me, mm-hmm. let, but okay, to be, to be a fan of somebody and to be like, 
to say that, okay, just because I, I would do anything to meet you because I'm a fan, that doesn't mean that you can do anything to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like the re-examination of groupie culture because I think that a lot of people think that um, just because, you know, whatever you you may be willing to 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 fanboy or fangirl right, over them, right. that, that means you're willing to subject yourself to whatever. Right. I get it. Um, Of course, I'm not telling the story the exact way it happened. But based on what I read, I didn't get a groupie vibe from her. Like, it wasn't one of those like, Oh, I'm waiting for the advance to notice me and see me, and he notices me, and then now, you know, it wasn't one of those. Mm-hmm. Better with than what I got. But I agree. Nonetheless, even if it was one of those, it does not give him a right to rape her. Just because yeah, he's a star, a celebrity, all. it really doesn't. No, all. no one should be raping anybody. Nobody. It's, it's just unfortunate, right? Because it's kind of like, you know, like, you never know. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think that when we say groupie culture, it always has, like, the connotation of, like, I'm going to do anything to be around you. Right, but right, But it's like, right. sometimes I really just be wanting an opportunity. Like, sometimes, right. like, I'm a star, uh, a struggling artist, and if I um, meet you... Just like when we went to see Edena, we went to his concert, mm-hmm. you know, and we were trying to get, like, a little interview. So we were legit, like, in line. Yeah, like... like People would consider that groupie culture. Exactly. So that, that's, that's why I'm bringing it up. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, let's, like, let's redefine what the idea around groupie culture is. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's quite sad. It's also sad, you know, as people who are fans of this artist to see that, oh my God, your favorite artist raped somebody or molested somebody. Yes. Thank you, Nasi, for adding to that, that he did, like, so yeah, so that was part of the story that he did get her arrested. And then she came out and said that, that she wasn't, she wasn't arrested. arrested. So there's a, a lot of up. back and forth. People are saying that she might have been pressured into retracting some of her statements. And then when you look on Twitter, it seemed like, oh, she came back and said, oh, I don't want no problem. And it was like, look, he promoting his new song called Stress Free. Um, so I think there's definitely some hanky-panky involved. This is <laughs> hanky-panky is involved. Like, what's going on? Um, I don't know. But it's just weird. Like, I love the band. Like, I listen to him. So it's like, damn. So does that mean stop listening to his music? Because, I mean, that's how I feel about R. Kelly. I don't know about Mute R. Kelly. Damn, Mute the band. <laughs> wow. Coco Master. Don't let me go start a movement. Don't go start a movement. Mute the band. <laughs> I beat Oliver Twist in real life. Right. Whoa. That's deep. They weren't ready for that. (laughs) Anyway. Um, But since we're on the topic of um, sexual assaults against women, uh, we have to take a moment to acknowledge um, the young young queen, young activist, Miss Olua Twain Saliu, um, you know, otherwise known as Twain Saliu. So Twain Saliu is a um, 19-year-old girl. Is it Salau? Mm -hmm. Um, Salau is a girl out of Tallahassee, Florida. Um, and she she's a, a known activist in social media. Yeah. And basically what happened is that she recently came out with her own story of how she was sexually assaulted. Um, she's been kind of homeless, going from place to place because she was sexually assaulted by a family member, which caused her to leave her, her, her home mm-hmm. and everything like that. And um, essentially what happened is she went missing soon after she began releasing these stories and after that um a couple days later they found her body and it was ruled that she was sexually assaulted before she was murdered Mm -hmm. um you know this is this is just it's just sad more than anything else it's sad more than anything else um you know i think as as nigerian americans it also hits different because she is also nigerian american and i think that too many times um nigerians tend to segregate themselves from things that happen Mm. in america as as like issues because they 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 have this like um you know this this dystopia feeling of like 
I'm from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I'm just here trying to get another a, 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 uh, separate. a separate life. Um, but you know, they they tend to neglect the fact that your offspring, your you know, your life is here. And then day you Man. are affected by whatever happens here. So you know, definitely it, rest it's, in peace. It's really sad. But you know, low key as a Nigerian, I was low key upset because I'm like, where are Nigerian family at? Like she got a full uh, full on Yoruba name Oluwatoyi Salau. So I'm like, ain't no way, like. Where is her? Where's her mama? Where her daddy? Where her family? At? I need to see. You know, I don't want to say nationally we're dramatic people, but we're really emotional. We're passionate people, right? Yeah, like this is show, this is definitely one of so those. So I'm just like, I my buy me one more Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's I'm like, why is why they not on NBC, uh, ABC? Like we don't see them in the news. I've not seen anything, and I saw some tweets where people were like, you know, actually she didn't have any support in her home. Like she was molested by her brother. She has no support from her mother, family, whatever the case may be. Which is why she. She wasn't at home. Yeah, which is why she was homeless, exactly. right? Like, she, she left homeless. home because... This, I'm that, just like, what is um, going on, man? It's so sad. She was 19 Yeah, it's just old. a lot that goes into 19. it because I think as, as Nigerians, too, there's a lot of us that, you know... We might want to leave home because of shit that happens, right? Like, be it whatever. And, you know, it may not be sexual assault, but there's a lot of things that happen within a home. Um, but we're conditioned within our own culture to, like, take it because it comes from your parents or whatever. And I think that... We're conditioned um, to suffer. We're conditioned to suffer. And, and I think that for her trying to stand up for herself, um, for her to be punished for standing up for herself... Yeah. It, it, it's just hard. It's a hard pill to swallow because I, I know so many people that's like, I can't fuck with my family right now because it's mm-hmm. too much or they're, they're not supportive in a way or, you know, they're, they're allowing certain things to happen to me and I must stand up for myself. So so just to, 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 to feel like I have some sort of an insight of how that conversation probably went when yeah. she was saying yeah. like, this, that, and the other, it, it, it hurts in a different way. It and definitely like, hurts in a different way. For her to be in the forefront of protests and rallies and things like that over like, you know, woman's body, sexual abuse, and rape, and then that's what killed her. That's what killed her. It's like, sad. What? It's sad. Man, it's, sad. it's, man. it's a. It's a um... I think this also brings light to you know the police system and how they treat um, black people, right? In yeah, black for cases, sure. because apparently she did tweet about you know the guy that did. Um, they molested, M- molested her. her. She tweeted that yeah. okay, this man is creepy. He's watching me. All that things. All the evidence was there, right? But. How, what, what did we do? What happened? Nobody did anything. Nobody stood up for her. And I think that that brings up a lot of different cases um, within within our community in itself. Right? Like, nobody stood up for her. Yeah. And, um, you know, for her name to be trending, for us to do these things, for us to do it now, it's like nobody stood up for her when it mattered. When it mattered. When, when She's she gone. She's it. not coming back. So, you know, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Rest yes. in peace. Yes, yes, yes. But another news... And still light of police, you know, racism, all this thing going on. Well, Kim K, she signs a deal for a criminal criminal justice podcast. Kim K. She, I mean, I, I ain't let mad me, at her. Let me, let me tell you this. I think that um, I, ain't I will stand by the, f- the fact that I think that Kim's life changed when she had Saint. I think that when she had North. Oh, it was Saint that changed his life. I think it was Saint because I think it's like, he, you know, North. Yeah, because not just because he's darker, but because he's the a boy, boy too. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, with North, it was a, a, a aspect of like, she's cute, she's pretty, she has the feature, she's this, this and the other. But I think to see Saint, it really made her, it, it, it allowed her to realize like, oh my God, I have a black boy. And these are the things black that go um, for black boys. And he is darker, right? He is a darker pigmented of, of all the kids. Um, you know, I mean, he still look mixed, but you know, like he's I'm like just darker. I'm really proud of, the of her because yeah. I mean, yes, I still think like okay, Kim K and their family, the culture vultures, all that. We know how they are, you know. But the fact that she's 
she's happening in community. You know, we see what she's been doing. She's done this before. Help, you know, help release some people from, from jail and stuff like that. She helped with the Centoria Brown situation, too. Um, so I think that it's amazing that she's doing this. I'm proud. You know, I can't, I can't even hate on it. As much as, like, I'm not really a fan of hers, I can't hate on that. I fuck with Kim. I ain't gonna start. Okay, she be positive people. Thank you. I do her. fuck with Kim. You know what I'm saying? Like, not all the Kardashians, maybe not what they stand for, but I think... I think Kim is making a concerted effort to That's to give to back to give, give back, back right like she I think like Kim is like aware of what's being said and how things come off and this and the other and I think that she she's is. finally starting to be like and she's learning fuck it I'm gonna use my privilege and for she's this edu- yes yeah she yeah. herself and her family she's making it you know you know when we talk about when you know black men do date outside of your race fine cool but make sure it makes sense you know what yeah. I'm saying make sure whoever you do date it's not they're not just being with you because of your black body and your black penis okay they do care about your black life overall in general and understand how the system is against you and understand that you're gonna have black kids right and I could tell that she's doing that yeah I think it's 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 hitting her and you yeah. know and it's it's also beautiful it's beautiful can. to see how she um aligns herself with law and criminal criminal law too essentially because that was her father's um line of work true um, true so you know she like go to law school to, she's in law school oh. she is in law school so okay. shout out shout out to kim k i might not listen but you know i see you out here I see you, girl. She she definitely doing her thing. Speaking of podcasts and interviews, let's get into this Lecrae interview. Okay, let's get into that. Let me let me just pull this up really really quick because I was just like, because we're actually gonna play it. Oh really? We're gonna play. It. So Lecrae, he is um, a gospel artist, like a gospel rapper, and he had an interview with a white pastor. Basically, this white pastor referred to slavery as a white, white blessing. blessing. And he said, you know what, let's refer to white privilege as white blessing. Because that's the white blessing we got from it is, slavery. Though. And let's play real quick. We don't love to sit in it and realize this is what God's asking me to do, to die to myself and to live for him, whatever context that's going to look like for me. But I want to flip that upside down because I think the other side of it is true with our nation's history we miss, we understand the curse that was slavery, mm-hmm. white people do, and we say that was bad, but we miss the blessing of slavery, that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in yes. and live yes. in. And so a lot of people call this white privilege, and when you say those two words, it just is like a fuse goes off for a lot of white people because they don't want somebody telling them to check their privilege. We love the blessing. Anyway, that's pretty much it. You know, he's trying to put it in scripture. And I'm just like... And, you know, people were attacking Lecrae, basically saying that, why didn't he say anything? Why didn't he go in? Because even watching the interview, you can see he's uncomfortable. He's, like, nodding his head. And I can imagine... Because sometimes, as black people, it's so much pressure, you know? You have to pick... You have to really pick and decide when I need to fight this battle, you know? How hard I need to go. You Mm. know what I mean? How hard I need to go go in in this people. And then it's like... It's white pastor, you know, me too, I'm a gospel artist, Jesus Christ and all. And then we're on TV. It's like, how do I address this? I think so. Um, you know, again, for those of you asking what we were just listening to, again, we just to recap, we're talking about Lecrae and the comments that was made by a white pastor referring to slavery as a white blessing. And um, 
the the manner of which he said it, I understood what he was trying to say. I think that that's a big problem in this generation of social media that mm-hmm. people don't be trying to meet people where they at. Like a lot of everybody isn't eloquent, so everybody isn't going to say everything mm-hmm. in the most packaged and pretty exactly. way, right? Sometimes people, yeah, some people are just going to say shit, and and it's up to you to interpret it, like to take what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And from what he was saying, to me, what I understood of it was that you know. To say white privilege is to not really say what it is. It mm-hmm. was a blessing to the white culture. Mm-hmm. Slavery. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it did a hell of a lot of shit to the black people. Yeah. But that's what made white people able able to even say white privilege. I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, like, for people to ask of Lecrae to, like, turn up in that moment just shows to me how so many people are not professional. Like, y'all watch too many reality shows. Right. Like, y'all think every little thing you're supposed to turn up and fight and this, that, and the other. Like, I agree. I called you for an interview. Clearly, you know, me interviewing you, I know that we're going to have a difference of opinion, especially when we're talking about this topic. And he did say that he, he you know, um, Lecrae, he did um, go on a different post and a video and he said that I was totally against everything he said. He said he did call him mm-hmm. and communicate his feelings like that I was absolutely wrong, blah, 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 all that kind of thing. And it's like, I agree with what the man, the white pastor said, because it is a white blessing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like calling it I don't agree with changing it, not saying white privilege. Like, I don't want it to be like, we're switching white privilege to white blessing because white blessing just sounds... I don't it just, know. It, it just sounds like so I feel like, like it's, uh, it's as uncomfortable as it makes us is the uncomfortability that we need true. to understand. That's, that's not the denial. I just yeah. don't want it to be called, okay, oh yeah, white blessing. No, it's just white privilege. I mean, it is, from the white privilege, the blessing is there. So I get the all. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't want it to be changed. Yeah, though. I think the white, language... Like, the, oh, you have white blessing. The, oh, oh, no, I don't think white, that, that that's what he's trying to do. I don't think that I he's know that. switching. Yeah, I'm just saying But I yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch. Hopefully we don't switch the language to white blessings. But shit, it is what it is. You know, like, that's... That is what it it is for white people. It, it is a blessing that they have. But they don't, don't. want to admit that at all. They want to act like... Well, what are you talking about? You know, my great granddaddy, he was in a war and he worked hard and he was an indentured servant from um white people Italy and Ireland and thing and it's like, okay. Y'all started the war. Who don't make no damn about the war? White people love saying it's a war, it's a war, they fought in the Y'all war. Like the war. Y'all what the hell is the war about? Like, come on. It was World War Two. Y'all was one want to be allies. Like what? Like, okay. come on, that's y'all. Don't make care. But yeah. It's stressful. Okay. Uh, but next. So let's get, let's get into this J. Cole song. Okay. Since we're talking about what people saying. So J. Cole just released a song, Snow in the Bluff. And in this song, um, basically the song is talking about, you know, how the moment that we're in, um, you know, there's a lot of people that we're looking to for answers, especially celebrities. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, it's a lot of people also you know, kind of putting people down because they woke or whatever. And it's like, this isn't the time for that. Like, what we really need to do as people is, um, you know, kind of reach one, teach one with... with, with Let's the- not be judgmental. Let's get rid of the holier-than-thou, you know, attitude, you know. Yeah, and, and, and stuff like that. Now, social media is an uproar because essentially... What has now become of it is that people are saying that it was a diss track towards No Name. Now, No Name is a Chicago rapper. She's a female as well as, um, I guess she is now adding activist to her mm-hmm. repertoire. And, um, you know, she took offense to that. She also dropped the oh, diss. Oh, she said she took offense to that? Yeah, she dropped the diss track yeah. last night. Yeah. What did she say? Um, in her diss track, she was basically saying, like, you got time to talk about me, but there's not even the forefront. We supposed to be talking about the movement. Woo, woo, woo. Um... Now, I think that this is a case of social media gone awry. Because mm. when I first listened to that song, all I heard was 
Facts. Niggas do. We looking for celebrities for what? It's not even for you. Know, like that's how I was feeling. For me, right? I'm like the song was quite honest. You know, yeah. it wasn't like he was just coming at anyone. He was also talking about the fact. That, okay, just because I have a college degree, don't mistake. Don't make. Don't think that. Oh, my IQ was on some high level. You know, he even admits that he feels like he's not doing enough. You know, that he yeah. needs to do more. He needs to be more educated. He needs to do more research. He needs to know more about history, community, all that kind of stuff. But also, those people that are woke, that do know about these things, let's embrace, encourage, and educate each other. Let's not have the, oh, I know it all, and then you a nigga, and you dumb, and you Yeah, like, we have to stop. So I, I, gonna solve I do anything. think, so, so what people are saying on Twitter is that the, the issue arose when he said... Um, queen, your tone. Queen, um, watch your tone. And then he kind of, like, elaborated to say, like, we got to take people as children and whatever, whatever. Um, now, personally, you know, I'm a woman. I'm a black woman, and, you know... Oh, Really? No, I just want you know. You never know. People, people, people be you know. They not. They don't know. Like as a woman and as a black woman, I'm also saying that I don't think that. Um, I don't think that that we are above critique, and I don't think he was critiquing them. I don't think he was critiquing her. And I think for us to now turn this into a black man versus black woman thing... It's too it's, dramatic. It's misdirected. It's like, why is it always it's us? Misdirected. Why are we always trying to be like, oh, this against this? You know what I'm saying? It's either African versus African-American, you know, with the whole toying situation. Yeah. It's either, oh, black man versus black... I mean, this is really not the time anymore for it. It's and not. quite frankly, this song was not even about that. Now... Apparently, there's maybe some prior Twitter back and forth that they had. No, they did not. Did they have any... No, she tweeted. She made a tweet about saying... About something. So, what her tweet was saying was that um, all these niggas out here that make their whole catalog about, like, black issues mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other, where are they at now? Like, they're not saying shit on and social media. And he did media. say that he feel like maybe low-key she was so, And him. in the song, he was like, you know, I saw the, whatever, I saw this tweet. He didn't name her by name by any means. Yeah. He was like, I saw the tweet. And he was like, damn, maybe she talking about me. You know what and I mean? And he did say maybe she wasn't, but I need to address myself. Exactly. And I and I think that there's nothing wrong if he if he was inspired by the tweet to make this song, oh fucking well. I think the song was good. It was a yeah, positive like, song. Like, it was like, an oh, honest well. raw song. I don't see anything. And he bigged her up. So like even afterward, he definitely um, you know, made a whole like long tweet talking about like he stand behind everything he says. Um, you know, he, he doesn't hold back anything. He agrees with everything he said. And he even praised her at the end. Like, you know, follow no name. She's an advocate. She's an Ain't activist. No She's well-versed. And I consider her one of the leaders of this new school of these topics. So, and I understand her dropping the diss track to me was like, you did too much. Too you, much. You did you too much. For, like, you try, you want people to know who no name is. I'm about I'm to like, say, you know, for a minute, she has not really been... Yeah, I feel like I mean, No Name, she's a good artist. I do like No course. Name, but I feel like every time she pops, it is with like, Controversy. with Chance or, you know uh, what I mean? Like, that's how I first heard okay. of No Name. You know what I mean? Like, that is the the thing. Like, her and Chance used to make music a lot together. Mm-hmm. You know, Chance, evident, mm-hmm. you know, he he did him. And, you know, No Name is she, still... And she also uses the time to bring out music. Yeah. Let's be real. For sure. It's a way to also put music out, period, because I don't understand all that. It's like, okay, well, shit, let's just around my name, me to let me say something real quick. Let's come on. Let's be open. Let's educate ourselves. I beg. Yeah, I definitely think that this isn't the thing. At all. At all. And I don't want to believe that J Cole is like that. Okay. No, I fuck with J Cole, and I'm always gonna fuck with J Cole. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Period. Okay. But yes, I think what's next on the list. So let's get into our Olodo of the week. We're about to drop the beat. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. 
Olodorabata. Olodo. All right, so a load of the week this week is Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. You know, I've actually not really had any Taco I, Bell. Na- I do not like Taco no, Bell, no, so this even is no problem. Even just going in there is like, what the hell is this? I have no problem canceling smell, Taco I can't Bell. Take it. But anyway, Taco Bell, they fired an employee for wearing a Black Lives Matter mask. So his mask, of course, they have prints of Black Lives Matter, and his manager said that you need to take it off because you're bringing politics into the workplace where he said, this is not politics. Clearly, it's not politics. This is not a political issue. This, this is not, no, like, this is a life and, life and death situation. What? Like, literally, this is a life and death White situation. White people see it as politics. This is a life and death situation. But he got fired. And he, he even sent, you know, a, 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 a screenshot of the guidelines of wearing masks. He said, me wearing this mask does not go against any of the guidelines. You know, of Taco Bell and, you know, wearing masks. So it's like, why am I fired? Exactly. And I have not seen anything from Taco Bell, you know, saying like, oh, we're going to hire him back. We're not racist. That's not the case. I ain't seen nothing. Have you seen anything? No. Well, no. Actually, I did see a tweet um, from From Taco Bell. From Taco saying that, like, (laughs) I said from Taco. From Taco Bell saying that, you know, this isn't the standard. We apologize. We apologize. The usual. You got your job. Whatever bullshit. Oh, bye. But it's like the fact that he was even fired. Like, he he and the manager were legit going back and forth, arguing. Here's my thing. Here's here's, here's my thing. And and this is where I'm going to cop a plea, right? For Taco Bell. This is my thing about it. Are all the employees a representation of the corporation? Mm-hmm. Because I, I honestly think like that manager made that call on his own. That specific manager of Taco Bell made that call on his own. He did. It was not no. I called corporate. Corporate said, you know, you got to go. He made that call on his own. Um, and I think that 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 these corporations have to be more overt about what they stand for mm-hmm. and what is what. And you know what I mean? Because I think, like, in a lot of these places, they don't have, like, a formal training. or You know, I ain't never really worked for, like, no Taco Bell Wendy's or nothing like that. Like, that, those weren't my jobs growing up. I didn't work for a fast food joint. So I don't know what the onboarding process is if they have those I type of like conversations. I feel like the onboarding process is similar to when we work at a grocery store. But, and, and, you know, like, it's like, even in that, there was no conversation of what the race relations or the politics True. or, like, what is that. True. You know what I mean? True. So I think that when situations like this arise, it becomes the manager is making that call, like They're whoever that yeah. that individual person. So I don't, you know, I don't fuck with Taco Bell anyway. I don't, I don't eat it. You know, I get my tacos straight from like Hispanic people. But yeah, I'm just kind of like, is this a? I think that when we when we say cancel, 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 we really have to be like we we have a bigger voice than we know, and I think that sometimes mm-hmm. we starting to misuse it. Yeah, we're misusing it, and it's like it's like the boy who cried wolf. If we just keep canceling shit, our cancels ain't gonna make of sense. Of course, no it's more. not gonna solve anything. But I also do think it's this. It goes both ways. The way that you mentioned that how um, the manager made the decision mm-hmm. on himself by himself. I also think that the manager is a representation of the corporation. He's a thousand percent. Because somebody yes. hired the manager to be the manager. Okay? For facts, yeah. And when you do think about almost every job in every industry, if not all, people in managerial positions and leadership positions, they are white. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, So go they ahead. do have the same mindset, the same principles, the same ideas, the same idea of what's political or what's a, you know, whatever to bring into the workplace. They... I, I feel like that's, I mean, hey, of, and then they can think about it. Every time uh, an organization or a company is, you know, accused of racism, 
What do they all say? Oh my God, we apologize. We sorry. This is not what we stand for. But before you guys were accused, every other thing you guys did showed that you guys were against black people. You know what I'm saying? Or that you guys were low-key racist in one way or the other. Yeah, I don't, I'm not defending talk about it. I just feel like, yeah, prosecute that manager because he, he made that totally. call for y'all. Totally. He made he that sure call did. for y'all. And if y'all don't align with it, show me by telling the manager that he needs to go. Okay, exactly. Because he, he the one that made that call for y'all. He sure so did. if y'all don't align, then he don't align. Exactly. And that's that on that. Well, I pray that the young man finds a better job and, you know, God provides for me in one way and that this is not like, oh, I lost my job and then, you know, I don't yeah. have anything type of thing. Um, but our next segment is Black, Black Excellence. Excellence. We're switching up a little bit since we're going live. We want to, like, you know, show our audience what Black Excellence is. So our Black Excellence of the day is... Carrie O'Horn. Tell us about her. So Carrie O'Horn... Um, you know, guys, we're going through so much with police brutality. Sure. And, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about, like, not all cops are bad. Mm-hmm. Not all cops mm-hmm. are bad. And it took a lot, but we finally found a good cop. We finally found a good cop. We finally found a good cop. spoke up, too. And, and, you know, I'm not surprised. She is a black woman. Sure. Carrie O'Horn um, is a Buffalo, New York cop, okay? In 2006, Carrie O'Horn, a black police officer, um, jumped on the back of a white co-worker to prevent her. him mm-hmm. from harming a black suspect whom he had in a chokehold. What's up with them in chokehold? I'm That's their shit. Since she was fired for her actions in 2008 and lost her pension in the process. Okay, now protests over the death of George Floyd have led officials to look at her case again and restore the pension. Mind she you, she was one year away from receiving her pension. Yes. And okay, so I actually listened to the Breakfast Club interview today. I was listening to it mm-hmm. and she was the guest on mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club um, for yesterday anyway and she was saying that there are a couple of reports that have been out so one she said she actually didn't jump on his back she said that what happened was she kind of like held him back like talk, talk to him like yo you at this point you choking him you like he can't breathe like he said he can't breathe he can't breathe mm-hmm. um, and it was a white officer with a black suspect um, she said she was called to the scene so like it was already happening and then she came as the backup mm-hmm. um, she also said that this wasn't the first time that she had had trouble in her own department that what had happened was um, she had to file an incident report because in her own um, department, some police officers plagiarized and forged a report against her 16-year-old son. Her 16-year-old son? Her own 16-year-old son that they threw marijuana on him um, and saying that he had drugs and this and the other and she had to file a report. So she was fired then because of some other bullshit and then she came back. So she said in actuality um, she already had hit 20 years but because they already fired her that one time and brought her back they're not trying to count those years. So they, she's like in, in her mind they already knew they weren't going to give her her pension. I mean of like, course. Like they already didn't fuck with her for a long of time. Of course. Um, she does have a GoFundMe me. She does have a GoFundMe. She does. Y'all. She does. She so, does. And they're, they've opened the case, so they're looking into it, you know, and see maybe. I hope she gets her job back because we need people like that because that is always the question. Like, fuck her job. She don't want her job back. Oh, shit, good. But you know, that's always the question. Like, okay, other, of course, not all police officers are about killing black people and mm-hmm. racists or whatever. But it's the ones that are not about it. Do they correct or talk to their? Co-workers, do they say something about it? Because a lot of times it seemed like they just watch. Because I've been stopped, stopped by a police officer that was aggressive. Now, he definitely didn't do anything crazy, but it was just an aggressive attitude. Yeah. But his co-worker, the other one, was quiet. He was sweet. He was calm. He was like, thank you for complying with us. So I'm just like, 
Okay. I guess Are you telling fear. your partner about how he being aggressive? I guess it's a fear because, like, look at this one. She she spoke up and they basically yeah. screwed her over. Right. And that right. and that and right. I think that there's a fear, right? Like they say that once you join the police force, you're no longer black or white. You're blue. I must. It's like a cult. It's so, like yeah. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. their own little frat or whatever. It is. It is within themselves. So, I mean, I think that if nothing else, like. We, we we wonder a lot if um, our own people are standing up for us in the front lines. And I think that with the chokehold and the, and the strangulation thing, as you just mentioned, like, is such a big thing. I think that um, it, it means a lot that she she stood up. Yeah, it does. And she said, no. Yeah. Like, this can't happen. And that man is alive. She did say that the man is alive today. Mm-hmm. His charges got dropped. You know, like, she was, like, she was the only one that really caught a, caught a L from the whole situation. situation. Um, and, you know, she, you know, for the man to be alive today and for us to still talk about it, it's crazy, right? Because there's so many people who aren't alive this today. Ha- this happened over 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Over and, 10 years and, ago. And... Um, I, I just I definitely want to highlight her. It's like you did what you were supposed to do. You stood up in a face of adversity and you saved someone's life. And you, um, it's it's so relevant that like you know we we needed to know that you existed. We needed to know that. So that's why more than anything, we really we want sure to highlight did. it as black excellence. Big ups to her. Okay, we black women, we're doing something. But I think that's all that we have for our hot topics, our load of the week on our black excellence. So let's get into our main topic. So today we are talking about dating in the times of Rona. Okay. Yes. Because Rona's still going on. And it's been how many months? How many many days? I feel like it's been 385 days. Yeah. For damn four months. Since Mm -hmm. what? February, right? February. March. March, April, May, June. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely been like, this is the fourth month of Rona. all of this shit. And y'all know that we are single ladies, okay? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us the tea, girl. Tell us the tea. What does that even mean? Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time I'm single. Oh, so you have moments that you're not single. Does that mean that you're in a coming relationship in those little pocket moments of war? I don't know why you're looking at me. I'm legit trying to... You're the one who brought it out to. You know, we want to be transparent with our audience, okay? We're li- literally living our lives out here, okay? Um. Well, for me, I think that this is just funny because, like, for the longest, I was doing this long-distance thing, and it's just kind of like... Um, with it being Rona, it's like now everybody's doing a long distance thing. So it's just kind of like, oh, so, even if you're in the same city, it's yeah, long yeah. So it's just kind of funny just to see how, um, how adaptive everyone's being within it and like how like, oh, you know, like this is the norm. Um, but you know, shit, the first thing, that's why I said most of the time, the first thing I want to get into is when this Rona shit started, all of every last boy, that I had talked to in the past year hit me up. Hit you back up. Everybody. Back in the DMs. Everybody. Back. Listen, Everybody. Me, I ain't gonna stop me to G. Check the right. People that from last year, I'm like, okay, old booze, old fling, we done. You know what I'm saying? We got into it. We don't talk no more. Oh, it's summer. It's getting hot outside. Hey, what you doing? Girl, I'm talking about immediately Rona hit. Immediately it Low was key, like it was, two week quarantine. It was like, what you want? What you want? What, what you, you doing? doing? It's like, oh, don't nobody got to go to work. Yeah, don't nobody got to go to work, so. People bored. People horny and bored. Let's be real. Let, let's Okay, let's be real, okay? You know, because I like to be transparent. I feel like I'm always one to say some sexual shit. Sorry, guys. I'm not sorry. You started, <laughs> That's just in my vocabulary. I'm sorry. Anyway, but people be bored and horny during this Rona times, mm-hmm. and people make stupid decisions. But, so have you... 
<laughs> have you been? Don't be asking me and you ain't that dodging. Have you? Have you? <laughs> so tell us more about exes that did hit you up and did you comply? Did you go with it? You know. Why does it make No eye contact. I plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> no, okay, okay. All jokes aside. Um, I mean, I definitely had a bunch of different people hit me up. For the most part, during quarantine, I quarantined because it's like for real, we did. We, like we didn't fam- record an episode. Yeah, okay. we weren't recording an episode. My family wasn't around. You know what I'm saying? My, my family was around, so it was just kind of like you know, for the most part. Um, you know, I I texted a lot of people. Uh, me and the ex rekindled to a degree. Okay. Um, you know, what and I mean? what was the reason? Was it out of boredom? Was it out of lonesome? Eighty five percent of it was out of boredom. Um, fifteen percent was out of curiosity. You know what I mean? And curiosity in what way? Because I'm just the type of person that's like, I just want to see if I still got it. You oh, know what I mean? Like, you oh, see if I can still pull those strings. Yeah, like you know. I, I still got a hold on you. I'm oh, is, cool. that, is that being toxic? It is. That's one of my toxic Ooh. traits. Um, you know, because it's okay. kind of like half the time I don't be wanting nothing, but I just like to see if you want something. <laughs> right. For real though, because Loki's like, you Loki did me bogus. So I'm like, okay, let me check if you're still interested. And 100% of the time, 100% of the time, 100% of the time, they still be freaking interested. It's like, come on now, why you stopped before? But then it's like, are you hitting me up because you're just bored and lonely? Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Like we're all, I think like part of, part of this whole situation is that you all have, everybody has to be under the agreement that we know that this might have not happened if we didn't have to go into quarantine. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that in the back of your head. Like what, like if everything was normal, would this have happened? Like right. what would be the n- natural trajectory? Exactly. And my question with the bored and lonely things that are you hitting me because you're legit just bored and lonely. You got nothing else to do. Or because it's like, because of, you know, you being by yourself, the quarantine is giving you time to think and be like, Oh, maybe I do need this bitch. Maybe I do like her. Maybe this is the one I should really try. Maybe it, give, it gives you that time for reflection. It's yes and. That's mm. what it is. Like Im- like improv, yes and. You know what I mean? Yes and I just want to see if I got it. Yes and I'm bored. Yes and I want to see if, you know, if I revisit this, will it be something? Yes and, damn, now I'm about to quarantine by myself. Maybe I should start thinking about what it looks like to have somebody. You know, I think all of those thoughts started running through people's heads. Uh, but when you're single, you know, like single proper, um, everything becomes an avenue. Everything becomes a social setting. Like, social media really became social. Let's be real. Like, Instagram, listen, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, they're also dating sites. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, because I'm for like, sure. I feel like low-key, after, after um, college graduation... Most of my dates after that, or relationships, it was all through, it was via social media. Somebody hit me up on Facebook. My ex-boyfriend, I mean, we did go to the same church, but I never saw him or we noticed him. He hit me up on Facebook. So it was all social media. You know what I'm saying? Even some other guy that ended up dating after him. It was Instagram. It wasn't like, oh, I was walking out of park and some guy noticed me. Oh, I was in a grocery no store and he's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. It'd be like, I, I dropped the pick on the gram and See, I'd be picturing, I'd be imagining stuff like, oh my God, maybe I'll just drop a fruit in a grocery store and the guy will help me pick you up and like, we make eye contact and it's like, Oh, that's no more. That's two thousand. <laughs> no, nobody do that. No, like seriously, that's not. That's not the, the expectation. Is I drop a picture on the on the gram? Maybe you like a couple of my pictures. Then you know, maybe you be watching my stories. Then one right. day you get the courage. Like now we know the receipts, right? Like like oh ooh, I mean your close friends. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like this be the these are the cues of I'm interested now, girl. And then 
you know, to be honest, so during this whole quarantine, I started really getting into this social, this um, dating apps, mm-hmm. okay? I was previously into a delete that while well, a long, long time ago. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try something different. Bill, BLK app. Black. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's nice. Basically, black people. But here and there, you see the occasional white Hispanics, you know, that cracks in and whatever. It's like, girl, why are you here? You said crack in. <laughs> ain't no, um, <laughs> ain't no, what's it called for black? You said what? And I said, ain't no, like, screening process. For I know, right? Like if you say you, you you black, you you know, whatever. Anyway, so that has been fun, you know, having people. Because now I feel like people are more into dating, dating, dating apps. Because we are home. How else are we going to date? How else are we going to see each other? But the dating apps, man, they be disappointing, G. They don't be serving me anyway. I'm sorry. I mean, I have texted, like, maybe, maybe I've texted, like, three people, like, with my actual number. Mm-hmm. But it's like... Some people can't hold conversations. A lot of people can't. Or it's just like the connection is not really there. Or just something is just... And also, people do get on the app to grow their social media following, G. Because they'd be like, oh, y'all talking for a minute. They'd be like, oh, follow me on Instagram. Why? I don't follow nobody. Why am I following your Instagram? Why is that the first thing you're saying? Let me get to know you first. I don't want to be another follower. That's too personal for me. I don't like following people because it's like, who are you? Who are you? Who? It's like, what, what what are you offering me? What what are you getting at? I, I you know, I sent you a screenshot of a conversation. And I just asked this dude, like, what do you like to do for fun? What did he say? He said, I just be doing fun shit. It was some stupid. Much, it was pretty much like, oh, anything that's fun, I like to do. Duh, bitch. Duh, like, we all okay, like to do fun but shit. What is fun but to you? Exactly. Be specific. Be specific. So for me, dating Rona, like Rona has definitely made me like feel more lonely, you know, because like we're not going out, we're not socializing with people. Because even as a single girl, sometimes, you know, you just want some attention. Just <laughs> some more attention. My mom randomly said today, <laughs> she was like, I pray that I'm still alive for your wedding. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Nah, G, she said that. I said, shit, I do too. (laughs) She said, I pray I can take care of your kids. I I do too, G, because I was was thinking about the other day, like, damn, maybe I'm going to have a conversation like, it's hard out here. It's clear that I'm going to be an older mother. Oh, I've accepted it. I've like accepted it. I'm older first With pride and joy. Mom. I'm finna be a 30 or something with a one Cause year. Because I'm turning 27 and, you know, I mean, I ain't even found really nobody. No shade to my, my current <laughs> slash ex. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are you trying to say? You say you have a... Huh? You said no shade to your current ex. Yeah. Yeah. No shade to him. However he feels. <laughs> However he may feel. However uh, he may feel, right? You know what I'm saying? Because <sighs> at the end of the day, I maintain that I have no rings on my finger. I mean, facts though. So are you saying that you're, you're single till you marry? Yes. I think that that is my mantra. I am single. So are you, if you're in a relationship and some other guy tries to talk about you, talk to you, you're going to go with it? I, I, I still be flabbergasted. I get it. You know, of course, in a bigger picture, you're still single. You're not married. Because even when you feel like documents, it's still be fucking single, you know? But it's like... I can commit. I don't have problems commit. I, but that's a personal choice, right? Like, you got to do what, to, what you got to do to keep me engaged. Yeah. But... You know what I mean? Like, I don't owe loyalty to shit until we marry. Oh, oh. Because that's my that's my vows. I have vowed that even in the low times when you but aren't keeping me engaged. But how would your partner engage your loyalty to know that, okay, this is somebody I can marry and I'm for sure that this person will be loyal to me when we marry? Because I'm going to be loyal so far as you're loyal to me. 
Okay. Like if you doing right by me, I'm gonna do right by you. But if you start acting like you don't, you know, it's in the bag, you don't matter, this is any other, I'm yours, don't be fooled. Facts. Okay. That's like, that's just it. It's not like I can't I have a disloyal, you know what I mean, or I'm fucking around on people. It's just like if we're dating, like it's too early for you to be so comfortable. So keep 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 the engagement so that I'm only focused on, on you. you. And then that's what I'm saying. Anyone only, can come anytime. Exactly, because in marriage, I'm 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 vowed to love you even in those moments where it feels like you don't love me. In those exactly. good times exactly. and those bad exactly. times. That's what the point of marriage is about. Okay, but girl, we dating like you. you. We ain't no vows. Like you. Ain't you gotta gonna, keep it hot. Keep it spicy. Keep it spicy all time. Keep it, keep it spicy because I'm a spicy girl. Oh, I'm a spice girl. Y'all hear that now. She said she had spice. I'm a spice girl. girl for real. Oh, okay. I'm dark spice. Oh, wow. Chocolate spice. Whoa. Hershey spice. Oh. Girl, bye. Thunder spice. Hey. Thunder spice. I'm going to put that in okay, my bio. So how, one really virtually date like right now let's be real you know what I mean because I feel like you know people are really interested even like I have like my uh, my married friends and my older sisters like okay what's going on how do you date coronavirus oh, how can one really date let in coronavirus let's like let's, let's educate the people let me tell this? y'all like I told you guys I've done the long distance things for a long time so all of this is like it's not new to me I'm, it ain't new to this hold I'm on true side to note this. I just want y'all to understand this side of Dami I hope you guys are peeping and Here paying attention to this go. tone okay Queen, I'm peeping your tone. <laughs> okay. You know, I, this energy. I, I, saw, I hope you see this part of her. I saw a tweet that Queen is the new bitch. Like, you know, it is. I be, listen, when people say Queen, I'd be like, do you really but mean But who you calling the Queen? Right, do you really mean Queen G? Oh, you mean Queen. You, you, what you calling me, bitch? What, what you calling me, G? I, look, I'm not going to lie. I be thinking. And that's why I really don't even call other people Queen. Because I feel like it's so much shady. It is shady. Sis, oh, like sis, queen, all of this. Oh, sis, girl. Anyway, you got to know. But anyway. Back um, to the topic. Back to the topic. You just got to keep it spicy. You know what I'm saying? So virtually, like, how do you? Virtually, FaceTime is my friend. Um, You know, just, it's really about like, for me, dating virtually is about making sure that the person knows that you're on their mind. You know, be okay. it tagging them in posts, sending them random texts, okay. um, you know, texting, FaceTime. It's, it's really about that. Um, in terms of the physical aspect, like I said, FaceTime is your friend. Mm-hmm. You got to get creative. You know what I'm saying? Those of us with ring lights and, and easels, it'd be fun like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So stuff like that um, keeps, it, keeps it spicy. It's really just about like, you know, like... This is, you know, just keep it engaged. Uh, the communication is a big part, right? Like, you can't, exactly. you can't, um, front on people the same way. I think that, that dating virtually is so much of like, you know, it's, it's so vulnerable. And I think a lot of people didn't understand that when I was first doing my long distance, because I started my long distance shit when I was like 17. Oh. So it's like, you know, um, at the age it was super young and, you know, it wasn't a popular thing. But I think that there's a different level of vulnerability that comes with like dating digitally mm-hmm. because it's like we don't have all the extra fluff um, of like, oh, we're in this situation or talking about this thing or whatever, whatever. So it's like we're just directly with one another. And I think that this has been a time where people are really learning like, yo, this is how I feel about you for real. Damn, that's true. I agree. I, I totally agree. Virtual dating is not easy. I think one thing I, for myself I definitely had to pay attention to is like, I'm a texter, okay? There are times people call me, I'll just look at it and be like, why is this person calling me? That's what you do to my calls. 
Unfortunately. So I know that. I do to everybody. Calls. I peeped it. I'm sorry. I peeped when it. When you peep it? No, we'll peep? talk about it after this. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye. Respond via text. I'm like, hey, girl. Nah. <laughs> because I don't mean a mindset to freaking talk, okay? Anyway, mm. but I do realize, girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking. I realize that I have to, like, get out of that immature mindset because after a while, texting can only go so far. It's you not immature. It's not immature. I don't think it's immature. Okay. Okay. This is the thing. I think that I think that people be trying to make it seem like I, I think especially men use the cop out of we grown, we grown to get shit that they want, right? Like, like nigga, motivate me to want to talk to you. You that's right though. That's but how I also I do think that, you know, nowadays, because some people are not really good at texting. Because I know sometimes you may be like, oh, he can't carry a conversation, but maybe he's just not a texting person. But when you do get on phone call with them, they be cracking jokes. They be like, oh, lively and he he hoo hoo. I'm like, oh. Your energy via text is different. Yeah, sometimes some you know I mean? do be different. So it's like, like you know, I think in this moment in time, FaceTime is really, Zoom, FaceTime dating, all that can that I think is really like a main thing. I feel yeah. like interact and communicate with each other, get to know each other, but it's like yeah. listen, give me a notice where you're gonna FaceTime me. Don't just FaceTime me now. I'm to the Let point where it's like if you bold enough to FaceTime me at this hour of the night with no notice, you wanna see me without my wig. Okay, you want to see my eye bags and everything. Like, you want to see the do-rag. You do. It's silk and pink. (laughs) Like, that's what you want to see, my silk pink do-rag. So, I want to ask you this. You said you're in a long... So, you were in a long-distance relationship. Mm -hmm. So, now with this corona, how would you say people in long-distance relationships would um, cope during this um, time frame? I think that it's the same. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in a long-distance relationship, again, it's always about communication. It's always about um, being being present and just letting people know that you're thinking about them, that they're on your minds or whatever. So it's the same thing. And I think that, if anything, um, for long-distance relationships, this moment almost feels like normal because for a long time... In a long-distance relationship, you know that you're not a normal relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't hang out. We can't do this shit. But nobody can do that right yeah. now. So it feels like I'm in a regular relationship. Like, this is how everybody's relationship is. is. So for, for the first time, it feels like we are doing it the way that we that everybody is. So, like, let's pour into it. Let's pour into it. I don't know, Jari. This corona thing, I'm not going to lie. I was always the type to be like, oh, I love being alone. I, I actually really do love being alone. Like, I, I don't even, you know, I'm that type of person. I'm a loner. But after a while, it's like, damn. I feel like Corona really made me feel like, oh, I want a man. It did. Mm. Let, me, let me be honest with you. Let, let, me, let me actually be honest with you. Mm. Okay. I, I was, I mean, yeah, you know, you know, I feel like we've always been honest about us being single. Of course, we're in a relationship. And uh, we joke about it and we may talk about it a lot. But to be honest, it wasn't so much of a forefront. You know what I mean? It wasn't something I thought about too deep or like, uh. But being Corona is like, it's not like we hung out, me and you. It wasn't like we saw each other on the regular. Right. People that would take my mind off of things like that. I'm just like, oh man, I do want, I do want, I want my own little company, you mm-hmm. know, that we just quarantining together and whatever. And low key, hella people be pregnant since this quarantine. That's the case. People be pregnant since this quarantine. No, it has been a lot of pregnancy announcements. But shout but out to y'all. I know, right? But oh, I was gonna say that it just definitely does bring more of a like, oh, I'm lonely. So it definitely made me like, okay, let me actually. Put more work into me searching for somebody. Are you lonely or are you alone? I think I have times that I'm lonely. Okay. I don't feel alone because I enjoy my lone company, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or if anything, I'll FaceTime you or whoever. Um, but I, I have times that I'm like, oh, it, even little things, like even when I'm packing, like getting my groceries, I'm like, bitch, I need a man to help me pack this shit because it'd be so like, you know, I'm pushing a cart, you know, and then I park my cart and I carry things. It's like, whoo, 
G, I be tired, G, trying to get groceries I out mean, of my mind. Yeah, 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 for Just sure. Just little things you feel like, for oh, sure. you want a partner. So the corner made me like pay more attention to it than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Just me being vulnerable and honest. Um, so it's like now it just it made me really like because I feel like as women we we think that okay it's only men that do, that will do the pursuing. There's only men that will look for us. But sometimes when you do have to put yourself out there, you know. I mean, I mean like shit. Damn, we done put ourselves. Listen, episode 10, 5, 9, 6, 12, 44, 22. So like saying, our husband's I, supposed to be listening to the podcast. Yes, <laughs> listen because no, but for real, like I just feel like you know. Um, the, the the thing of the matter is, like, let's really even talk about what is the expectation right now, right? Because, like, there's a mm. lot of, there's a, there, there, you know, I think um, before quarantine, we had this big expe- expectation that mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to you for more than maybe two weeks and you ain't asked me out on a date. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a real date. Um, and, but now that we're in the quarantine, how do we expect men to show question. that they're, they're going how? to, they want to go to the next level with how? you? How? That's. Let me ask you that. How would, if you're dating someone this quarantine, and let's say you did meet him via dating app, how would you expect him to move forward and take to the next level in the sense that he's really showing, you know, attraction, really wants to get to know you? For me, all that him. all that going out on a date should never really matter to me. Like, obviously, I do want to go out on a date at some point, but I feel like, I feel like to me, I'm, I'm such a, um, I have such discernment of character and people that it don't take me shit. Like, really... We in the text message, 20 minutes in, I'm already knowing the vibes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know the energy. And I think that as women, we 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 doubt ourselves so much in peeping the energy. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? Like, we, we tend to try to, like, talk ourselves off the ledge. But it's like, we really be knowing immediately, like, oh, he likes me. Or, oh, he doesn't like yeah. me. Or whatever, whatever. And to me, I think that the expectation is that you show interest in me. Mm-hmm. And, and I even enjoy that more, right? Because I think that date sometimes gives men this leeway of... I spent money on you. I ex- showed you this experience. I'm letting the experience do the work. Yeah. Um, rather than them as a person doing the work. Because um, I'm a big believer in, like, intimacy. You know what I mean? And, okay. and, and it's and, different levels of And different, like, you know, not, like, sex intimacy, that, but, yeah. like, like you you know you you, yeah like start to know my routines and habits you know what i mean and and things like that to me my expectation is that you have learned me that we don't have anything else so that you have conversed with me to the point that you have started to understand me and learn me and i think that that to me is my expectation that you that you want to take the time to learn me as a person that you know like all right, it's 8 a.m. She's going to be up because she wakes up early. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, little shit like that. Like, that's the stuff that I look for. These cheat, 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 niggas. Like, all y'all who be trying to act like I'm just you so right, tough. G. You that's right, That's it. That's it. I be like, you know I be up at this time. Text me, though. But low-key be Yeah. It's like, you know, I know some people that do do that. I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, the right people doing it. No, but, but after a while, you know, I, listen, I put it all in God's hand because I don't be know. I Whatever. I don't know, but you made very good points, you know. And this time, this is when you could really get deep emotionally and mentally. This is when you could really yeah. create that bond. Because, you know, when before Corona happened, it's like, oh, you meet somebody, boom, you all instantly fuck. I, exactly, you know I mean? right? Like That, that fit, eliminates to that. Physical, like, that is one thing that I think I learned from my long-distance relationship that I had, that... Um, there's so much that's lost in the physical mm-hmm. because it's just easier. You know what I mean? There's like, 
you know, physical chemistry. There's a, a exactly like I, I was explaining it before. There's the experience, right? Like we're watching a movie. We both like the movie. Maybe I like the movie, but I didn't necessarily like you. Like who knows? Yeah. You yeah. know, there's so much convoluting. But with with long distance, it's like we don't have shit but each other right now to talk to. So but conversation. I, but conversation. So I have to get to know you. You have to get to, know, to me. know me. And if we were like really trying to pursue it, then we know each other. So that that those are the things that I'm like I find intriguing and very interesting. Um, and I and I encourage it for everybody that's trying to really oh, date right definitely, now. Definitely, like I'm definitely I'm not against um social um not well social media or dating apps. You know because I feel like even you as an individual, it does help you notice things about yourself too, like how you do dates. You know it, it may pay attention to my dating habits because I do notice that I am the type that okay I would I I always expect the guy to make to take the lead. In every situation, whether it's simple conversation or saying good morning first in the morning mm-hmm. or, you know, offering, like, let's go on a date, let's meet up. Because I'm, I'm like, I ain't going to be the one to be like, let's meet up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, he should say it. But it shouldn't always be like that. Yeah, I've retired those also, mentalities. Right, I really a have. A guy also wants to be dated. A guy also wants to feel wanted and loved and, you know, emotions, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like, you know, maybe I feel like my being an African woman, it plays a role, too. Because I'm like, oh, the man does everything. And I don't want to have that mindset. I do want to also equally show love and affection and desire to a man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely have retired the mindset of um, men initiating every things, single thing right like I will initiate Wait, I'm still I'm still for the men initiating but it's no I, I've, I've retired that mentality right because I think that for me to initiate something that means that I feel something within us right mm. like um, like I think that, that there was a guy um, very recently I gave him my number first and he like texted Ooh. me he was like oh like I was just gonna give you my number this is that and the other and I was like I beat you to it because it was like you know we have been vibing we had already been talking we had been doing this I and that and the other it's probably like a fear of rejection. I do have fear of rejection. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not want a man to tell or to not either like I asked for his number he don't give me or does not respond the way I expect him to respond. Mm-hmm. Girl, I can't stand it. I Damn. don't like it. And also, I feel like an African I'm like, you are the man now. Come on now. Make the move. Say, make the first stand. But at the same time, in the same right, I'll be like, nah, bitch, we partners. We equals. Yeah, I don't care about none of that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I really think I had to check myself. Like, I had to really align with the ideals that I talk about. Fact, um, fact. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. especially when I say like I want partnership and I want this and I want equal opportunity and I want that and then put some of that some of that is taking some of that burden off Facts. of the man you, you know right, what I mean right. and, and, and it's just kind of like for me um, you know like with with men I have no problem like initiating certain things right mm-hmm. but I am gonna like I am going to check in, right? Like, I also, like, in me having no problem in initiating, I have no problem in checking in. Like, I have no problem being like, okay, but for real, like, how do you feel? For real. Oh, you yeah, You know what I'm saying? Not. Like, what do you I'm want? Not or... conf- that's one thing. I'm not going to be confused. I'm not going to be being... I'm not exactly. going to be left in limbo. And to me, it takes account. It puts accountability on men because I think, like, a lot of women, we wait for men to do things so you that do. we can have that confirmation of, like, right. you asked me, so you must have liked me. Right. You know what I mean? Because men are so wishy-washy. Right, right. Um, But, you know, like, I'm also going to be like... You know, I've I've learned to have a new confidence within myself, right? Like to not second guess men's actions and not let them gaslight me in a mm-hmm. sense of, oh, I was just no nigga. This is what your action did. This is what it said. You knew that and when you did that. And if rejection does happen, it's okay. Yeah, it's you like it is that, what it is. Like you ain't yeah. want me, but hell, people do. I'm so not gonna lie. I was on a BOK app and we were chatting with some. I was chatting with some guy. It was like good conversation, G. Like it was. I'm like, okay. He was. He was. He was from Belize. You know, but I grew up here. I'm like, okay, okay. After a while, the conversation was drying. So I was like, okay, cool. This man ended the conversation. G. He deleted me. G. I'm like, what? damn. I'm like, you the one who made the conversation slow. I am, 
I'm like, what the fuck? Girl. Did I just get fucking deleted? But I'm like, bitch, it's okay. It be happening. Okay. I be laughing. I really be laughing. Imagine people that we have denied so Exactly. Many times. Like, I've learned, like, man, you know, it's the game. It's the game. It's the game. You it's know what I'm game. saying? If you want to be a player, you got to play the game. Like, that's what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've just gotten to a point where it's like, if you want to talk to me, I'm super open. Talk to me. But I am not obligated to talk to you. And vice versa, right? Like, I want to talk to you. I might shoot my shot. And if you ain't feeling it, that's cool, that's too. Cool. That's cool. You know what I mean? And, it, and it, it is having a security within yourself. I think that dating within the times of the Rona and dating digitally like it is, you have to have a certain security in yourself, right? Because there is, like, a void of certain things. Like, I'm not going to be able to dress up and be cute and cook you with sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not able to smile and your face or do this or beat myself yeah you know what I mean like a lot of it is based off who I am as a person and who you are as a person which is why I I sometimes respect this type of dating in in, in a different way because it's like we really only have each other in this moment facts it's all conversation and I like that I like that yeah I think that's pretty much it for Rona it's all conversation is deeper than just the physical you know, so this is an opportunity to definitely get in tune, get deep, get intimate with your partner yeah, if you're ready to have a sure. partner. And also, I think also to rehabilitate your dating habits too, right? Think mm-hmm. about it. Like, what can I do better? What is it that I'm doing wrong? I don't want to say wrong per se, but what can I improve on, right? Because I definitely know, like, okay, I need to definitely also take initiative, not wait for the guy. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, you know, I, I recently did it where I'm like, oh, hey, do you want to hang out? Do you want to... Mm? Yeah, just kind of like, like, whatever. Yeah, you whatever. Know what I mean? If you say no, that's fine. Keep it pushing. Keep it moving. Like, you fuck with me other or mother, no. Other guys going to be other that's going to want you, period. Period. So and, and, you know, just it's just really to find your value and just know who right. you are. Right. Stay, yeah, stay true. But, of course, please be safe. All the time. Be safe. Because you ain't trying to be like Issa Lawrence and Condola. But, you know, that's a different story. Yeah, I was talking about some dangerous shit, but... Um. Yeah, in the... In that way, people, <laughs> uh. people you dying, we clean shit up from and dating up. So, oh, true, yeah. So be careful, please, guys. But that's pretty much it. Dating in the Rona. Please, protection. Those who did say that dating in the Rona, well, people or couples, mm. like, maybe not kiss so much. Uh. Because, you know, Rona is more past, you know, with yeah. mouth, nose... You know, those fluids, not with the other yeah. body fluids. P.S., I did get a coronavirus test this week, you guys. I, I'm going to encourage everybody go get I, a test. I've never gotten tested. Because um, a lot of them are free right now. And it's just like, you might as well know. Like, a lot of us may be asymptomatic. Just like an STD test. Yeah, especially because we're, like, all young. And, you know, like, our immunity system is probably better than a lot of the people of who have been susceptible to it. And you might not be showing any symptoms so just be tested just as you know it's good to have that record that data just to know what you about oh, um okay. you know like as you said just like a std test which yeah. i should do Ooh, huh? i said which i should do oh, just to do oh, okay. i try to do like Whoa. std test no i mean no i'm just saying that's nice i'm just saying like this like like you know as an adult just be responsible like you know of course of course of course bitch don't make it saying like i'm like let's get into it so let's go into our music, our music. baby. Let's go. Let's go. All hey, right. Hey, um, hey. <laughs> so Chloe Halley um, came up with the album. I this love it. Yeah, I love it. What's Ungodly Hour or something like that? Yeah, I, 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 I like Chloe Halley, and um, I think that. They are extremely talented. They're, they have their own sound. They're, they're, they have their own sound. They're extremely... They're, they're, they live up to being Beyonce's protégés. Because I think when you think of like, Beyonce, putting into music, whatever, whatever. Like a younger girl. Yeah. Like you, myself, and I was a group. 
Yeah, you think of like a high expectations, but they really deliver. They're so mm-hmm. talented. They're so clean. They're so precise. And they're natural. I don't get like the fake Instagram, the fake social yeah no, bodies, everything. Nice. They're beautiful. You know, they're they're, they're really way. great. They're really great. Like the lock queens. So yeah, like they're really great. And the albums are good. You know, I think um, the I was surprised at first at how like realistic it was. I think that sometimes I see them in this um, not childish light, but of like course. innocent light, and just to hear the content of which they're talking about they talking about real shit so it's like oh you guys aren't just these like free form acting disney mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they are they're, young, they're young ladies and yeah listen to it i definitely enjoyed it i did too so the BET Awards, what's going on with the BET Awards? So the BET Awards are actually going to happen next Sunday. Um, just to let you guys know, it is going to be digital. So this CBS year. is also broadcasting the BET Awards yes. 2020 on national TV because you know BET Awards is simply just air. It's only aired on cable. So I think this is a wonderful thing. Um, this is going to be the first time it is aired on broadcast network. BET Party. I'm okay, watch. watch party. No, for real. Like, if you want to have, like, um, well, not all y'all, because clearly it's a lot of you that listen. But, like, <laughs> you know, I would definitely want to do a BT watch party because I always want to support black entertainment. Yeah. And I think this would also definitely make BET to go back to improving the quality of what the event is about, period. Yes, let's after see. after a while, it became a ratchet prom. It really became, A ratchat like, prom. That's what, like what's a ratchet the, prom. What's the difference between the hip-hop award, the and BT award? Prom, like, yeah. yeah. Some ghetto prom that, oh, you didn't, you know, you probably, yeah. this is my only opportunity to really dress up and whatever, yeah. let me dress the more scandalous. And people don't and dress up. It's like, I'm gonna wear when I'm gonna wear to the little cookout. Like, it's an award it show. Outfits be dumb. Outfits be dumb. Let's talk about best female hip hop artists because you know we love us some female rappers. So, best female hip hop artist for the BT Awards is Cardi B, Doja Chloe Cat. Tonk. You know the BT Awards is a popularity contest. So, do they do it like oh based on the year on what they do? It, it's supposed to be thing? based on like the year prior. That so, they achieve like with their music. Yeah, like, with the, that's what with it's with supposed to be based on. But what song though? Okay, Again, continue. popularity contest. Doja Cat. I see that's one. Lizzo. Okay. Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. Nicki Minaj. Okay. And Sweetie. I beg. Sweetie. <laughs> you know what? Sweetie is just a sweet babe. That's that's what it is. Sweetie. sweetie. She's a sweet looking babe. Diamante Quaviana. Qua, Qua what her middle name is some shit. Oh, that's, that's very, her real name. Her, What's her real name? Her real name is Diamante. Diamante. Mm-hmm. She definitely had a daddy from the hood, G. Yeah, she's like Filipino and her daddy from like straight comms. He's you know, like he's from South Central. Yeah. You know, some. Yeah. But um, she has a new song called Tap and I'm not feeling it, G. It's a sample of what Tap, 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 tap. It's blow the whistle. Do, 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 do. Tap in. Who is clearing Sweetie? Who is clearing Sweetie? Tap in. You know how offbeat that sound? That's how she sounds. She sounds so. Tap in. She's like, tap, 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 tap in. in. Like, what are we tapping in? What are we First of all, why you say tap in? She's talking about I'll teach you how to get an eight-figure man. Please, what are we tapping in? How? Like, it's nice that she has the freedom to make any type of music she wants to make. She has the freedom because she's cute. Because she's cute. Because she... Because Diamante is a pretty... That's her name, Diamante. Yeah, Diamante is a beautiful... Diamante. um, Half Filipino, half African-American, beautiful, amazing woman. She's She's, beautiful, You know what I'm saying? And I don't hate Saweetie. It's just funny that, like, she really gets to do whatever the fuck she wants because she's pretty. Damn, Diamante, Cuava. Yeah, Martin, I knew it was like Cuava or some Cuyava, shit. Cuyava, one it's like Cuava or some Cuyava. shit. That's what I said. Her and Cuavo match. Maybe they call it Monte. Hey, Monte. Hey, Diamond. Maybe Diamond. They probably call it Diamond on the low. Diamond on the low. Damn. 
she, I guess she looked look, look like one now that I think about it. Shout out to Nicki Minaj week. for coming back in the category. You know, she, was, she wasn't voted for like Okay, so what's years. going on with Nicki Minaj? I mean, we talked about her last week. There's not much to really discuss. I'm mad at Nikki because I don't really agree with her working with a rat. I don't agree with her yeah. like working with six nine. I don't agree with you know how Nikki does shit. But here's my thing about Nikki Minaj, and I will say this, and I will stand by it. Um, Nikki may not always do what I want, but I would never in my life disrespect Nikki Minaj on a public platform because Nicki Minaj set the tone for so many women I know that um for me personally Nicki Minaj was one of the people that gave me confidence to be fierce to be bold to stand in who I am and to still be a bad bitch wow, you know what I'm saying that's-, that's how I feel about Nicki that's why I'm so like attached to Nicki Minaj because Nicki Minaj was one of the, um those people those those female figures in my life that said I'm gonna be cute and I'm gonna be fierce and I'm gonna be bossy and I'm not gonna apo- I'm gonna be unapologetic about um being firm in my decisions and really? I think and I feel like Nikki, yeah, like Nikki's like a boss at the end of the day. She set the tone for a lot wow. of stuff at the end of the day. Like at the end of the day, Nikki set the tone for any female rapper that's rapping today. She kept she kept female rap alive. Wow. There was no female rapper doing what Nikki wow. was doing when Nikki was in her prime. Wow. Um, and that's just how I feel wow. about Nikki Minaj. I don't care. <laughs> wow. I don't care. Like I don't care. No, I agree. I'm just saying, wow. It's deep. Period. Yeah, it is Period. deep. It really is deep. I'm like a deep bar. We ain't had no topic about Nicki Minaj, but she brought a bitch. No, I'm a deep. Barb, like, okay. like, wow. like, what up, though? Like, okay, wow, yeah. And- All right, so let's talk about Mega the Stallion. Okay, so apparently there's a new artist out by her label, her ind- independent label that she's with, and her name is Erica Banks. I mean, her name is Erica. But anyway, her, manner- <laughs> her mannerisms, her flow, everything is very, very, very quite similar to the stallion. So if you are active on social media, you will see little videos of her out rapping. She's doing the whole verse, you know, free verse thing. And she's in a car with a face cap. It's- and the gag is yeah, she is managed by Carl. I'm yeah. yeah, yeah. That had uh, Megan, Megan stallion. stallion. It's the same What one is it, 1508 or whatever yeah, the name is? in Texas. Um... I mean, I will say, people said that that's just the tax, Texas, Texas way style. of, like, that's the Texas vibe. But people are like, um, Lil Uzi, is that his name? Uzi yeah, or Uzi. whatever. And, and McMill, they're both from, from Philly. Philadelphia, but they don't sound that's a, like... That's a bad example, because I feel like Uzi is unique. The music is completely different. Uzi, Uzi is unique in general. Like, Uzi could be from any fucking where and not sound like where the fuck he from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because yeah, I think it's other Philly rappers that do sound like me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, Or they have that same cadence or whatever. For me, it wasn't even the flow. I think it was like the mannerisms that stood out to me. I didn't, I didn't care about the flow, because nowadays, everyone, we all... Everyone all these the female flow. rappers got the you same know, flow. Like, Nick Minaj nowadays. You yeah, know? So like, like that's not even free, but like the mannerisms and like the look was what I'm like. Okay, maybe it does seem a tad bit similar than. Um, similar I th- to, I, I did uh, think Megan. that like it was reminiscent of. Megan Thee Stallion. I wouldn't say that the girl is copying her in general because I think that I think again it goes back to this is only a stigma in female females mm-hmm. that rap because there's so many like that they all kind of like, like come who, on I now. saw the post the other day that said Young Thug Future. Uh, who the fuck else does that melodic hook singing? Like they all sound like let's they're do all it. the same. Can, the baby, little baby, young all day, the babies, all the ba- they all sound the same. So the so. fact that they have all similar name, names. 
Yeah, I think that nobody puts the stigma on um, male rappers. So it's like, let's see what Erica Banks does. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to insult the girl. Let's see what Erica Erica Banks does. So Definitely far as not. you're, you show that work ethic. You sh- you you create your own brand. You know, don't come out here talking about you are you are a sizzler instead of a hottie. Like, don't do no goofy shit like that. But for me, it's not even about her. For me, I think it's more of like the record label. You know, mm-hmm. for me, because you know, you know, as you know, as long as we go by, we learn about how the record label. Really does have a lot of control over this artist the type of music they put out what they wear what they look like so I'm a little bit concerned like I think it's more of a record label that has her maybe have you know having that similar Meg the standing look and vibe and exactly edit. and not necessarily her because of course she's an artist she wants to make she wants to pop so she you know in the early stage she's probably gonna do anything, anything yeah. that is required to be popular even if they people make fun of her make her goofy on social media but it's like at least y'all talking about me okay yeah. Erica Banks we know her name now oh, okay at least y'all listen to my music at least yeah. I'm pocket money to my pocket you know so I just hope that it's not. I have a feeling like it's more of the the record label and not her. Like, oh, I'm finna copy Megan The Stallion style. But I think we'll see how that goes. I think it's gonna few. Let's see to the end of the year. Let's see. I I, I have a feeling that Megan The Stallion is gonna come up with another EP or album. Whatever. I was gonna say I I don't want another another EP, EP from another Megan. Another eight song. EP. She need an album a at this album. point because you playing. But I think by the end of the year she's gonna bring something out and let's see what Erica Banks brings out to differentiate and shows that she's different, not copying her. Since we hear. Let me give you a list of all the al- all the artists that need albums this year because it's been too fucking long. Mm-hmm. At the Rihanna. top of the list is Rihanna. That is at the top of the list. Rihanna, uh, Robin Rihanna Fenty. R- Rihanna, I'm sorry. Rihanna Fenty. It's not Rihanna. It's not Rihanna. That's Americanized. Yeah. Robin Rihanna Fenty, you at the top of the list. I need Bryson Tiller to come out with something. Mm-hmm. I need SZA to come out with something. SZA. I need Cardi B to come out with something. Lucky Nizzo too. I need, I need, I need City Girls to come out with something. City Girls. Speaking. Like, like you know, what I mean? girls are enjoying too much. It's too much. Yeah, too relaxed. Claudette, uh, it's like how much uh, money have you made? Relax be, yourself. Yeah, y'all like haven't, y'all haven't dropped no bars to that level to be like, I'm gonna relax right now. Y'all haven't made no hits to that level to be like, I'm gonna chill right now. Exactly. Rest in peace to uh, Young Miami, baby. Oh, baby true, true, true. Okay, let's go. Let's, 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 let's keep on. going. So Tiana Taylor, Taylor, the album came out. Yeah, I like that. I listened to half of it this morning. I didn't finish it though because it was kind of long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just songs? Doing... It's like 20 something songs. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. No, it is the album. It is the album. You know, like she got gypped. Uh, well, she says she got gypped with her um, previous album, which I did like. She did say that. She definitely did like She you know, said that, the yeah. The label certain songs that's supposed to come out that didn't come out. And exactly. And then it was just based on a timeline and all of that things. Exactly. So it's, um, it's um, 29. Uh, well, Ooh. it's technically 22, but uh, 23, but then she has like videos and shit. So it's okay. 23 okay. songs. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I liked what I heard so far. Tiana's definitely talented. Yeah. Um, I think she stays true, true to herself. She doesn't try to be something that she's not. That's what I, I mean, I don't know who the fuck Tiana is. Yeah. So she is whoever she like presents herself. I feel like she's an R&B creative. Like, she's not in just one box. She's not just, like, a regular R&B, like, Tamar or K. Michelle singer. Yeah, I, mean, you know I mean, she is, uh, maybe, like, I don't know. I think that Tiana is talented. She sings well. She produces well. 
Um, I don't know who Tiana is as a singer. I think that she's branded herself so much as a body model and mm-hmm. as a dancer that yeah. I'm not exactly sure who what she is. What type of music she makes. As she is as an artist. I think she's R&B. It still catches me off guard to me a little bit when she sings. Like, not like I'm used to it. I know really? that that's what she does. But even when I hear it, I'm still like, whoa. Oh, she can sing. She can sing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm still like, whoa, Tiana's super talented. So I think that she, she doesn't... I, do a great job of branding her music. I think she worked with what she had because obviously based on her past album, she was obviously in some type of con- contract that was kind of iffy, right? From a very young age. we She should have been had multiple albums by now, right? But whatever the hold, was, hold up was with Kanye West or whatever the case may be, you know, but I think that she did what she could do. She felt like her body had dances, her abs and whatever could make her pop and relevant because being relevant is really important in Hollywood. We know how that is. Of course. So she yeah. did what she had to do. Shout out to her. She's having a new baby. A new baby. I feel like it's a boy. Let's I hope so. To, I hope. Yeah, we'll see. So, TV. TV. Real House of Atlanta. You know that's our favorite show. Reality TV. What's going Ooh. on with that? So even Marcel Pickford Sterling, child. She ain't getting no new contract, honey. She is not coming back to Real Housewives. Even Nene, though, apparently Nene is not having a new contract. Who knows? I don't know, because Nene tweeted like, ha, 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 ha. She tweeted like, ha, 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 ha. That's what she said. Ha, ha, ha. These hoes think they know. They mad. They jealous. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Nene's um, whole... So, let's talk about Twitches. So, Twitches was a Disney movie featuring or starring Tia and Tamara Maori. So, on social media, there's been uh, talks about there being a recap or a, re- a reprise with Chloe and Hallie playing their dollars, daughters. I watch Twitches. I love Twitches, but I don't know if I want a Twitches part three, you know, after how many... I feel like it's a good 10 years after. I don't know. I, it's not necessarily... Two wasn't great to me. It, no, two definitely was not great, you know, but I mean, yes, in hindsight, if they were to do it, I guess it would be cute having the two sisters to do it, but it's not necessary. Like, the story is not that deep. It's not that much of an empowering, long-lasting story to bring it back after Damien 10 years yeah, later. Yeah, what are we going to talk about? What's about They that? got the powers? Or what's- you might as well make a new movie with just them as the sisters, and maybe like a little reference could be like, oh, the Twitches were their mom, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like a, a continuation of Twitches, if that makes sense, like a Twitches yeah. part three. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. You know, I don't knows? know if you watched Charmed. I watched a little bit. A little bit. So, you know, they have a reboot of yeah. Charmed. And it's, it's pretty good. It's actually decent. Oh, really? But yeah, but it's a whole different story. So it's still the same concept of three witches, you know, and they're the, the Charmed ones, their sisters, they're powerful, they kill demons and things like that. But they're not related to the original Charmed oh, from that show, right? Okay, okay. It, it, now they made it seem like, you know, like every couple of years or life or whatever, lifespan, there's a group of Charmed ones. Right, so now they are the new set of charmed ones. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. So it's still like okay, still the show, but not like a. a then at that up. point, it don't need to be nothing because what the fuck is Twitches? Twin witches? What the fuck exactly. So I don't know. Right, but that's what Twitches is. There are twin, twin witches. witches. Right, they lame as fuck. You think it like, is? It is Twitches. Twitches. I mean, it's, it catches though. It works. Yeah, it you know? worked. So I think if they do yeah. do another Twitches, it shouldn't be follow up of Tia and Tamara. It should be a brand new storyline, and then they're just sisters. And I wouldn't like. mind seeing the four. I wouldn't mind them. something, though, because yes. I think that uh, we haven't seen a strong sibling celebrity thing. I mean, I guess Bella and Gigi Hadid, but they're models. But like in terms of acting, oh, like no, we yeah. haven't seen like a strong sibling act performance duo. 
Exactly. Um, yeah, since, not really. Since really. If not since, if not since sister sister. Yeah. They had the little brother Taj Mahal. Taj and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know they were in. Tamara was talking about again. she really wants to do a seventeen again. I could see a seventeen again. I would like to see Tia Tamara and Taj in something. And seventeen again. You know, maybe I don't know how they would restructure it. it, but I love. I love the. Maybe three. a similar I, concept, but not seventeen again part two. I literally love all of them performing. I do. I like. I, I. I really love the Mari. They're family. all natural. Natural actors. The, the last born that yeah know. he's like a football he, player no he's like a musician he oh is he a musician and his girlfriend yeah. is a musician too yeah oh you follow them I look and he has, I, and he got a black girl too I'm like okay, okay. <laughs> no shade okay okay okay, 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 okay. Uh, sure. but yeah I think that's pretty much it that we have because we pretty much went in with the hot topics yes. and our topic of the week um, hit him with the quote for this Juneteenth. Listen, you know, in this climate, we are still in a specific climate, okay? So I'm still <laughs> in that mode, okay? Okay? <clears throat> I had reasoned this out of out of my mind. There was one of two things I had a right to, liberty or death. If I could not have one, I would have the other. For no man should take me alive. I should fight for my liberty as long as my strength lasted. And when the time came for me to go... The Lord will take take them. The Lord will let them take me. I'm sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this this quote is deeper than I thought, G. That was not the ending I was looking for. But at the end of the day, G, liberty or death. As human beings, we all want to be free. And freedom means different things to every one of us, okay? But as black people, Juneteenth, we are celebrating freedom of slavery. And this is very important to us. So let's all be free. Human rights, Black Lives Matter. And this is Cross Culture. Culture.